welcome back to Centered Sunday with the Resilient Me with your host, Sheree Shy Holmes. Man, this month has been a challenge for me as far as working out, pushing myself. I actually started a little competition amongst my friends. We're going to see who wins. Um, and we teamed up and decided to figure out who whoever worked out the most. Almost like a March Madness, but a, but we called it like something different. Um, and we were competing against each other. Those people that work out the most, we put in $25 a piece. And um, I'm hoping that we win. I'm hoping that we kill it. So it's been fun. I mean, you have to turn your workouts into something that's fun for you, that's enjoyable for you, that gets you going. I'm highly competitive. My teammate is competitive. And then one person on the other team is competitive. So it's going to it's gonna be interesting to see who wins this. But I, th- I think we got it in the bag. Uh, wish me luck, guys. So this month has been so phenomenal. I've been getting some positive feedback from all my ladies, all ladies, sisters in the tribe. Thank you guys for participating. I also want to hear from you. How did you guys like the playlist with the videos and the workouts? Do you have any other suggestions? Would you like me to maybe do like a cleanse next time or detox or give you some smoothies to make? I'm not sure, but share it, respond. Let me know what you think. If you'd like me to add something or if you like the way it was, I'd love to hear back from you. All right. So we're kicking it off today. 10 foods to cut out while losing weight. Uh, As I was going through this list, I I pulled some things that I knew from my own memory and some things that I researched in addition to it. So I hope that this is going to be eye-opening for you as it was eye-opening for me. Some of these, these things I've already eliminated just because of the type of diet that I subscribe to, but it wasn't necessarily because I was trying to lose weight. So it was it was interesting to get um, a, a coherent list to share with you all. And then you can just kind of see, you know, when you hear the list, what are some things, maybe you can't work on all of them. Maybe you can work on three, maybe you can work on two. What are some things that you can eliminate to help you in your weight loss journey? All right, again, this is all about lifestyle. So some of these things you might, I might suggest, you know, cut this out. That doesn't mean forever and for always, okay? Everything in moderation. All right, so speaking of moderation, the number one thing on the list is actually, you guessed it, alcohol. So alcohol actually has more calories than carbs and protein, about seven calories per gram. Studies have actually shown, though, that beer is especially been linked to increased weight gain. However, here's some good news. Wine in moderation is shown to be beneficial to weight loss. So if you're trying to lose weight and you want to cut out, you know, alcohol altogether, that's a good idea. But, you know, if you're just doing little social drinks here and there, I'd say focus on the wine and don't have it in excess in moderation. Again, this is all about lifestyle. So wine in moderation. All right. Number two is fruit juices. Yes, I said it. I said that fruit juices. Most fruit juices like lemonade and one of my used to be favorites. I sometimes still have it now. It's cranberry juice. They actually lack the fiber that you would get the beneficial part that's included in the whole fruit. So what happens is they throw out the good part, they run it through some sort of processor, processor, and all you get is the sugar content from the, the fruit itself. 
when you compare, like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, picked up one of those little smoothie drinks and compared it to, like, a can of soda. There's so much sugar, like, up to 52 grams of sugar, y'all. That's higher than a can of soda sometimes. So you have to be really, really careful from that. I would say just cut it out. If you can cut it out, just cut it out all together. My little treat is whenever I'm flying, I will ask for cranberry juice and then ask them for a bottle of water. And if you have to drink it, you just got to urge for it. I do half a cup of water and half a cup of cranberry juice. And that just gives it the right sweetness that I'm looking for. There's always a workaround to enjoy it. Again, in moderation. Number three on our list is white bread. It's highly refined and often contains a lot of added sugars, y'all. Studies have shown that people who ate just two slices of bread every single day were linked to a 40% greater risk of weight gain and obesity. So... Many years ago, I transitioned over to Ezekiel bread. That's one of my favorites. There's a couple more um, that I have tried that I really, really enjoy. But I would say Ezekiel bread is probably at the top of my list because they use sprouted grains and there's so many added nutrients in the bread that it, in itself that it does wonders for your body, especially in giving you fuel and stuff. I, I'll have a couple pieces before I work out if I'm tired. Number four, French French fries and potato chips. Now, y'all already knew this one. This is not a new one to you. But man, do I love French fries. And sometimes it's just good to have a reminder. French fries and potato chips are fried and they're high in fat because of the oil that it's fried in. And usually because it's coming from some sort of processed facility. So be mindful of that again in moderation what i tend to do is if i eat with somebody who can handle the fries i just like to you know hey can i have a few fries <laughs> or i'll get the fries and i'll split them with somebody else all right number five sugary drinks this is in addition to fruit juice now we're over here in the soda the pop category soda pop sweet tea i'm coming for you those are some of the most unhealthiest drinks ever, okay? There are so many studies. I had researched and researched. It's just too many. So many studies that demonstrate major weight gain linked to those who drink sugary drinks. The problem with this, the scary problem with this, which I actually didn't know and found, your body actually doesn't, does it interpret liquid calories the same way it interprets solid food? So your body consumes these calories from liquid calories, but you're not getting full and it's not decreasing your appetite. So what happens is you, you drink in your calories, then you eat your food and all you're doing is tacking on calories to the solid food that you're going to consume. It literally does like nothing for you. So... Be mindful of that. Choose wisely for the sugary drinks that you're going to drink. I would say wean yourself off as, as quickly as possible because <laughs> it's going to defeat your ability to achieve your weight loss goal. Or if you're even just trying to maintain, it's one of the things that you probably want to be mindful of in your lifestyle changes is to just remove all of them completely and transition into one of my favorites, sparkling water 
<laughs> I actually am not a Perrier fan. Like, ah. um, I do like a little bit of LaCroix. Bubbly's good, but I found this the Whole Foods brand of sparkly water. I have no idea why, but it has become my favorite. I love I love me some grapefruit. Grapefruit. I love me some orange. So it's not for everybody. I get that. I've tried and tried and tried, y'all, to get my friends to drink this with me. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. They will drink the first thing and they be like, ah, they start making all these faces and they like, give me my drink back. Just wasting my money. <laughs> but if you're still looking for that carbonated feeling and you're not, you don't need the high sugar, listen, it's a great replacement. You still get that. You know how we talked about that sensation in your mouth that you like to have maybe from the carbonated drink you could do that with your sparkling water and I feel fancy I feel extra fancy when I'm drinking sparkling water bubbly please no flat all right uh number six restaurant desserts omg now being allergic to eggs most of the time I can't really have a restaurant dessert but occasionally you know it happens and Every time you get it, it's like a oversized, rich, decadent dessert. I mean, over the top. It's high in sugar, sodium, and fat. So you have to watch out for these types of things. But I've got a plan for you. Because sometimes I go to restaurants specifically for the dessert. Because I'm Cherise. Oh, especially if it's a vegan dessert. OMG. All right. Staying focused here. I plan my meal around my dessert. I will pick my, I'll be like, bring me the dessert menu. Or you know what, more often than not, if we're going there for dessert, I already know what I want. So I'm going to guesstimate, you know, how many calories I think it is. If I feel like I'm in a calorie counting type mood. And then I'll plan the rest of my meal around that. So my main meal will, you know, will... Actually, this is this wouldn't be fair to compare because most people don't eat the way I do. But a fair comparison for you would be maybe getting grilled fish instead of fried fish or baked chicken or a salad or, you know, of course, a salad meat or something else that would complement what you're about to eat. So it could balance it out and so you don't have a really heavy meal and then a really heavy dessert at the same time and your body gets slammed. Also, a beautiful trick to stand by and to always use is that if you want to order a dessert, somebody else at the table has got to eat this with me. I don't know if anybody else does this, but I will look at the, at the dessert and I'll be like, hey, you go eat this with me? If you if you eat it with me, then we can get it. We can split it in half. And then I'll tell the waiter, hey, bring out our dessert, split it in half, put it on two separate plates, or I'll split it. But as long as I can get at least one person to agree, we can even go with three. To share this dessert with me, I'll get it. If I can't get anyone that's interested in eating the dessert with me, then my rule is not to order the dessert. All right, number seven is diet soda. Yes, diet soda. I've never been a fan of diet soda because I'm I'm one of those like all or nothing type girls. Like I was either a heavy soda drinker or like now I mainly drink water. So I was never in between with the diet soda. I just didn't like the aftertaste. Although when Splenda came out, it kind of reduced that significantly. But I think when I was doing my research for this, the trick here is that people believe because it's low calorie, it doesn't mean that it has the same impact on your body as sugar, which is actually untrue. We, we kind of like are associating the, the low calorie idea with the fact that, well, I'm making a better choice, but 
because it's artificial sugar, our body really doesn't know what to do with that type of sugar. So you end up having like a poor insulin response and it, it just throws your body off balance. And, and so I was looking for some statistics to give you all because I don't just want to sound like I hate diet soda. The Journal of the American Geriatric Society found that over a nine-year study, they determined that people who drink diet soda saw an increase in the amount of belly fat three times more than the people who didn't drink diet soda. It's real, y'all. Three times the belly fat. So if you can, start to eliminate your diet soda. Again, you're more than welcome to try sparkling water. <laughs> All right, number eight. This was a shocker to me canned soup yes canned soup the creamy canned soup is usually high calorie and also high in fat a lot of these soups are processed goods and they usually have high sodium which can increase belly bloat it'll also increase your appetite and dampen your ability to tell when you're actually full so if you're gonna do a canned soup i'd say you should do like a minestrone a pea um a tomato probably want to stay away from the cream of mushroom the cream of chicken and all the creams of creams stay away from the creams of creams if you have to do a canned soup lean more towards the water-based vegetable type soups Number nine, this one I, I learned maybe about three years ago, but before that I used to swear by this stuff, granola bars. I mean, I had a, a granola bar in my pocket that came in clutch, especially through college, like especially when I was in my master's program. I always had a granola bar, it's an easy snack. Well, traditional granola bars, if you look into it, have a lot of sugar and hydrogenated oil. So that actually lacks the protein you need to get full. Like you think you have a snack that you can have on deck and this thing is not even helping you, not even one little bit. So instead of traditional granola bars, you could just reach for a protein bar. So look into maybe switching over to protein bars that taste a little bit. I know that the problem is though, if you go from a granola bar to a protein bar, we're talking about a price difference there. And sometimes it's just easier to get granola versus protein, but it's not easier on your body. So go for the protein bar instead if you have a choice. All right, number 10. This one was shocking to me. I don't actually eat this, but traditional yogurt. Traditional yogurt is packed with a lot more sugar and actually lacks the macronutrients that you need to help you lose weight. So a good substitute for that would be Greek yogurt. Now, the difference between Greek yogurt and traditional yogurt is the way in which they're strained. So, Greek yogurt is strained so that the whey in the yogurt itself is removed, which gives you a thicker yogurt and usually a more tart taste, which Americans are not too keen on the thickness and not too keen on the tartness. So, that's how you got this other yogurt that we have over here in the U.S. But, if you try some greek yogurt listen when i did eat yogurt i actually did i think i just like tart things like i like green apples i like green grapes so i actually prefer greek yogurt when i was eating it greek yogurt has triple the protein and probiotic than you would in traditional yogurt so i'd say 
just switch them out. Just switch them out and then try a different brand to see if something actually sticks with you. Um, Faye was one of my favorite brands. I would just add like my own. <laughs> you know, thinking about it. I used to add granola. <laughs> I used to add granola to the Greek yogurt, y'all. That's funny. I had like a double whammy going on. thinking I was living my best life. Um, so yeah, Faye was good. You could use fresh fruit. Don't use the granola. Um, and try some other things to see what works for you. All right. That's all we have for today. Um, I want to encourage you to please come and join our private Facebook group. And of course, if you haven't bought your journal yet, please click on the link, get your journal. And I want to say our affirmations before we close. Our first affirmation is I am loved. I am wanted and I belong. Let's say them again together. I am loved, I am wanted, and I belong. All right, sisters, I want you to have an amazing and blessed, phenomenal week. Do your thing. Ah, I just felt so much love in that moment. All right. <laughs> Peace.